Welcome to the Noir Professionals. I'm Saint. And I'm Siobhan. And today we are going to be talking about kids stuff. Exciting. Call it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about being a mom um, today. And um, I, I want to I talk about being a single mom. But I think that all moms are the same. Just maybe another layer of complexity being a single mom. And then Mm -hmm. we want to talk about not being a mom and just being a single woman without children. So those are the two areas we're going to cover today. And it's all related to children, both the lack of and the overabundance. (laughs) (laughs) Children are a blessing from God. You can never have too many. Says the girl with no kids. She's like, what? You sound like my cousin the other day. We were like, talking. She's like, one kid could be okay. You know, like you're not running around. Yeah. You're not doing everything. You can just focus on that one kiddo. See, no, I like that I have two because they play with each other. Um, mm. One would mean I'd have to play. And I really hate that. Like once they hit 12, like I hate it. Like I don't want to play. No, mommy does not want to play. So go play with your brother. I love being able to say that. Go play with your brother. Go play with your sister. Because mommy doesn't want to. But if they were babies, even when they were babies, I was like, oh, look, your baby play date is here. It's your sister. So go play. You know, so I didn't have to do. (laughs) I did not have to do, you know, a lot of that. So um, that's good. That was that. So two is good for me. Um, It's just like, mm, the stress of it, the stress of being a parent of even you know, one child. And I bad. think that we should say this because I think it's very important. And I think you are downplaying the fact. Sammy doesn't just have two kids. She has twins, which means she had two kids yeah. of the same age at all times. Like, I don't even know how you do that. Two babies crying that need to be fed and diapers changed. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? So I can only imagine the stresses <laughs> that comes along with that. Yeah, so That's just yes. incredible. But I mean, being a parent at all, it's difficult. And some of the things that I want to talk about today, I think is just general to parenthood as a whole. So like the stress of being judged by other moms, mm. um, that's a big deal for me. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, cause I know I don't do things, um, the way other people may do things. We're not in these streets, my family, you know, like we are this week someone said hey it's a Wednesday night let's bake cookies I'm like not on a school night what is wrong with you you know (laughs) like and I worry sometimes like oh should I not say that should I say that but it's legit because we have homework like they go my twins go to an advanced school and they have 30 math problems plus English plus science and that's every night and I don't get home till six and so we have to eat dinner and do homework it's 8 30 by the time we're finishing up So I can't go somewhere on a weekend, you know? Right. It's like we have to get that weekday routine together and the kids need to be in bed and get ready for the next day. Yes. And I feel like the parents on the other end are just like, oh, here she goes again with the homework and not being letting her kids do anything and they don't have a life and all they do is homework and they're just going to go crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, "Mm, hmm, hmm. 
Maybe, well, but you know what? The not. kids are in, um, what do you call it, extracurricular activity. So it's not like they don't do anything. You know what I mean? And you do stuff with them on mm-hmm. Friday through Sunday when they're out yeah. and not focused in school. But I think that's a lot to ask for somebody to do during the week. Right. Well, even if it was like, it's just that one person during the week today, but this week, but even if it's on the weekend and I'm like tired and I'm just like, no, we're not doing it, you know, um, mm-hmm. because sometimes I have to think about myself too. And I don't think that some of these mothers and, uh, yeah, I'm just saying mothers um, with all this energy kind of considers like, okay, I've worked more than probably 40 hours, maybe 50 hours this week. And I'm tired. And that's just on my one job, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm tired. I'm tired. And it's Saturday and I just want one end day. I just want one day where I'm in the house and it, and today's that day. And I don't care if the twins go outside and play with their friends, but I'm sorry. Don't make me put a bra on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's like I just need that time to just chill. No, I can completely understand that. I just feel like, yeah. what are these parents doing that they're doing stuff in the middle of the week? Like, I'm very Crack. curious. Right, because like what's going on? So you're baking cookies in the middle of the week. Is that like a common thing like people do? Because I know people do things. People do things all through the week. They do sports and they're out until nine o'clock. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, how did you fix dinner? When was dinner? You know, and for me, I'm a big dinner person. Like I need to (laughs) I don't do a lot of things right. And I just pride myself on the fact that every night my twins get a, a warm meal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I'm kind of OCD when I get into my things like, no, 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 they need a warm meal, you know? And so if I had to like take them to soccer practice and we didn't get out till 830 and, I, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, when do we do homework? When was dinner? Like now I, I just, I feel like it's not worth it. You, I feel like I would lose the value hmm. if well, that's me. But some parents are just like all in when it comes to these things. But I'm like, right, no, you, I, think I can't. I can't. Now the cookies, just like randomly baking cookies, because you know I'm all about kids and like activities and all that stuff. I think the random cookie baking in the middle of the week is excessive. But like if the kids had sports and stuff, I feel like they would do their homework before you got home. And you would maybe like make a nope. leftover meal kind of thing. You know, nope. like you would make what it work. have you met? Girl, bye now. No, well, I don't think your kids would kids do maybe, but not mm-hmm. my kids. I can't get them to do the homework and they home at three o'clock and doing nothing. So I'm just like, you know, I, I have to be on them when they don't have anything to do. And I don't know if this would have changed, but we used to do sports, but we used to live in Minnesota where we were a no homework uh, school. So we didn't do homework. It was like the rule, like we don't do homework. That was a new pilot or new thing that they were um, trying out. It went well, none of their grades slipped because they didn't have homework. And we were able to do stuff because that was the focus on making kids happy. Happy Mm -hmm. kids work harder kind of thing. Right. And so they didn't want to burden them down with homework and it worked because but then we could do stuff like then Michael was in soccer shows and fast pitch. I mean, I had no problem with it because we could work around it. Um, mm. Plus, it was a small town and everything was a mile away. So it wasn't like I had to go to the other side of the city for practice. It was right. like two minutes away here in this big city. Traffic is 20 minutes one way. It doesn't matter where you're going. You know, mm, that's true. Um, so it's like I can't 
I can't do this. I can't do this and still feel like I, I'm being an adequate parent to my own personal standards because everyone has their own personal parenting standards. So for me, I've put more of a focus on school and mental health and sleep, like mm-hmm. a very uh, and routine and time management. That is my focus for my household, for my family. And so with me, it's like sports aren't very important to me because it's like you need to sleep eight to 10 hours a day because you're 12, you know, or Mm -hmm. younger and you need that adequate amount of sleep. You need to learn time management. So, but I'm not going to put this crazy schedule on you. I'm going to allow you to navigate this in a peaceful, less chaotic environment so you can create that same environment as you grow as you age you know i think that's also i think that's really Mm -hmm. valid as well because you much you mentioned about like the scheduling i have seen kids your children's age and a little bit older and younger actually that i mean when i'm telling you these kids have stuff every day multiple sports Mm -hmm. after school programs working it's like how much is too much and where do you find that balance Mm -hmm. so I think yeah. there's and I be- and I maybe I can do more on the weekends with the twins. Like I could put Mike Michaels in basketball for a couple of seasons on the weekends, and that was great. But he, you know, my kids aren't really sporty. Like mm-hmm. that's not their thing. They're smart, and I'm just like I don't want to do it because guess who had to get up and take them? Sam did. But I, I'm a single mom who's working more than forty hours a week. I just need to sleep in some days, and maybe it's selfish. But at 12 and 13 years old, I think you've gotten that group, whatever it is that, pe- you know, like he's they've been in tons of sports up until now. Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. you name it. But now I'm like, I think because the whole point of that is socialization, team building, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, you got it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> right. And you know, I think at the kids, the ages that your kids are, I feel like they are old enough to express themselves. Like they play instruments, which that's something, you know, it's not like you're doing nothing with them. And I think if they wanted to do more, I feel like your kids would be like, hey, mom, we want to do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they do. And I'm shut it down. I'm sorry, because I'm a human being, too. You know, and so that goes to my next stress is unhappy children. Like Mm -hmm. that stresses me out if I feel like my kids are not happy because of a decision that I made. But I also need to take the time as a single mom and say, I need to not die. So I'm (laughs) going to have to rest so that my body can rejuvenate from this week. And um, like when my kids are up, I'm up with them. I'm up cooking. I'm up doing and when they're doing homework. I'm reviewing homework. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. I literally don't sit down until they go to bed. I literally come home, switch clothes, get right in the kitchen, start grading homework. And I don't sit down until I walk the dogs for the last time. And then that's when I get to sit down. And it's eight thirty, nine o'clock now. And that right. means I've been up moving since 7 a.m. Or 6 a.m. I'm sorry. So that's a lot for one person, I think. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I need to think about me. So when they do these, like ask for things, I have to think about me. Like, can I handle that extra step? And where is this fall on the level of importance? And the M- Michael and Michelle, they don't always understand it. They're like, mm, I just think you're being cheap. <laughs> oh, snap. 
like kids i saw <laughs> speaking of being cheap i saw something today that kind of fits and it was like we owe our parents an apology for all those times that they told us that they didn't have money on payday and we didn't believe them and kids don't know you know they don't Girl, know yes. all the time and money yes. and effort that goes yes. into getting them to these sports and getting yes. these team uniforms and then the special mm -hmm. shoes and the helmets and the I don't know, reeds for woodwind instruments and things like that. All yes. of these things cost yes. money. Yes. And I try to be very transparent with the twins. I'm like, so this month we spent on the twins. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I really do. Because I really want them to understand the value of the dollar bill. Like mm -hmm. we work hard and, you know, but we have to, you know, remember that money isn't just something that grows on trees. So we have to be responsible. Don't ask mommy for things that, you know, I can't afford, you know. Right. So like the $300 six week course for something silly, like like an after school sport or something. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not doing it. I have right. two kids. And I can't right. let one of you have a $300 sport and not let the other one. So now it's $600. I can't afford that for six weeks. Mm. No. See, that's ridiculous because I'm a whole grown adult and I'm not doing anything that's $300 <laughs> for six weeks. Like, what are they doing with these kids right. that these things cost this much money? I, I mean, my goodness. Know. But they get sad. And that, and that, so they get sad. And what's worked for me, but this is how they grew up. I'm very frank with them. Like, honey, let's do the math. So you mm -hmm. spend that kind of money. I don't know how we're going to eat. That's <laughs> it's like, these are just the facts. Like mom's not even making this up. These are just facts. And I'm like, so let's, let's just think about it. You know? So I try to be very uh, forthcoming with them to avoid it, but it does hurt you as a parent. And it stresses you out because you're like, you want to do those things. You want to be able to give them everything they do desire, everything they want, but you can't. But you can't. And sometimes it's hard. It's a hard sell for me, at least. And I just have to, like, get over it. I just, I don't know what I do. I just, I look at the money, too. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. We got to eat. So, right. you know, I can't do it. And then sometimes I'm like, well, I could do it. But eh, I don't want to set that precedent. Right. <laughs> it's like that was a one-time thing. It's not something to be repeated every single time. Right. And that's in the things they want is something like every six weeks, they'll have to, you know, to get to move forward in it. And I'm done with that life. Like I did the hockey. I mean, like the twins have done every sport at least one season throughout their 12 years. And I'm like, I'm done now. Um, so the next thing like that stresses me out with kids is the responsibility factor. Mm. I, I, oh my gosh, this might be the single hardest thing for me because like, my son, we talked about this yesterday. He was coughing. Mm -hmm. And so now I was up all night and I he didn't know it, but I was because I'm like, okay, I heard the cough yesterday. He coughed several times. So now I need to be monitoring. I need to be watching. I need to, you know, there's things he doesn't know he needs to tell me. So I have to be thinking ahead, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's stressful because I'm like, okay, now when do I take him to the doctor? At what point do we need to go to the doctor? Is this going to, you know, like you're starting to think ahead because you need to make sure you, you have me being a single parent. I don't have anyone else to like pick him up while the other one goes to school. And I said, you know what I mean? Like I don't right. have that. So I need to be thinking ahead a whole deal, a whole deal. Like how bad could this get? And what would this look like for me on the other side? Um, Right, right away. 
because I was already like, okay, Monday, we may not be able to go to work. Depends on how Sunday goes. I'm not going to dose them with anything. I want to see exactly what's going on. So I just let them cough all day. And then I was like, okay, let me see if a fever happens. No fever. I checked him all day, listened all night to make sure he wasn't coughing through the night much. And then I would wake him up, give him another dose. I gave him a dose. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking about all these things, you know, that's how our, our minds is going. So it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm crazy. You know, like at the end of the day, you go crazy. You know, and then like when they were younger, when they were two, it's just like playing duck on what's that charades? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me, speak for crying out loud. Just speak. Yeah, that and I just always get caught up in like two at the same time being the same age. That's just that throws me for a loop. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, what do you think helped you get through that time when they were younger and couldn't communicate? Like, mom, my throat hurts. A what tenacity i'm tenacity oh. you just i think when you become a parent you just you gain a boatload of it you know mm-hmm. um because it was hard and i was in law school too so yeah i don't even mm. <laughs> i don't know how you did that it was hard i would well back then they used to go to bed at like 7 6 30 because i was all i've always been like what is the required amount of sleep for my children i may not get it but they do you know yeah so um i said what is it and then i and i do that thing whatever it is whatever was at the time so at the time they were going to bed at seven so i wouldn't start my homework until seven and then i'd work till midnight one o'clock which is why i have the current schedule that i am now because i was like years doing that right but you know i just think that back then i didn't have a choice and when you don't have a choice you do what you have to do no matter what the situation is. I think that's I really valid. Because I'm always saying, you know, like to you, to my cousin, my friends that have kids, I work late. And so sometimes I don't even make dinner for myself because I'm just tired. And I'm like, I don't know how parents do it. I don't know how you work all day and then come home. And Sam doesn't just make dinner. Again, she's being very modest here. Sam makes like whole meals, all the food groups, healthy drinks, like just everything that you would think of when you're like okay you're supposed to have dinner she makes dinner to me like as if she stayed at home or if she got home at like three o'clock and so now I'm gonna be in the kitchen chopping vegetables and stuff that's a lot but everyone always says oh once you have kids you just make it happen I'm like "Mm, yeah I don't know I don't know you do and we talked about it because you're like what about my job I get home at eight o'clock nine o'clock you get a new job that's what you do because with me I could be making a lot more if I could travel if I could get a job that introduced travel I could make a lot more but guess what Sam can't travel so Sam has to deal with what she has to deal with right now and when I can I will you know you right. just do what you have to do with the situation that is in front of you and as I look back over the last 12 years and I'm not done yet of course but I look back just over the last 12 years and I'm just like how in the world did we make it yeah <laughs> some days it's just like wow wow you know um but you know again those it was stressful times for me it wasn't a happy I wasn't able as a single parent to have that happy moment because I was just always like stressed out about you know financial issues time issues kid issues so like am I giving because I had twins so I'm like okay Mm -hmm. did I give twin a enough time or and not spend enough time with twin B. So those are always things that are on my mind as well. Um, 
Okay, I talked to Michael seven times today, but I haven't talked to Shell at least not once. You know, so let me go get Michelle and see if I can chit chat with her. And, you know, I'm always thinking about kid management and time management and financial management. Like there's always something on my mind. So I think like as parents, we're just like superhuman people. I'm willing to agree with that because you're doing all of this on minimal sleep. And it's just like, mm -mm. yeah, Mm -mm. Yeah. no. Which is, which is why I think you just have to, you just why I think you have to, I think, and it's maybe it's not something that parents do often and maybe I'm just like weird, but you have to think about yourself because at the end of the day, the kids want us here. And if we're running ourselves down into the ground and mm-hmm. we're depressed and we're not healthy and we're not happy, then we're not doing them any service. I don't think. Cause like I follow a couple of mom groups or whatever. And yeah. some of the things like just wow you know and i'm like you know you need a break you need a break get out of some of those sports you know what i mean like nobody is gonna be the next lebron james you know or whoever it is like that the 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 odds of your kid doing that is very great so why are you killing yourself you never know know. because you have to figure some of these kids are gonna grow up and some of these parents are that good you know it so if, right. you, if your kids are that good, you know it. Like you know it. You no mistaking it. Um, but my kids, no, Mm-mm. nope. I had Michael, and Michelle, and Michelle was in figure skating for two years. She still can't stop. Okay. <laughs> I can't I wait like, to answer that. She's like the girl still <laughs> cannot stop. It's like no, give me all stop. my money She's back. Not. I was like, I'm done. I'm done here. I'm not gonna keep this up. So I was done with that. You know. I put her in fast pitch. You know, we did like two seasons and she couldn't. Hit so now what is fast pitch? It's is that like softball? A, yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like softball. And okay. I don't know because I just showed up, you know, and she couldn't hit the ball. And I'm like, okay, we practiced at home. We did it. She just, it wasn't her thing. Okay. And that's totally fine. Cause you know what? You're a smart kid and you're probably going to go a whole heck of a lot farther with straight A's than you will hitting that ball. Okay. Right, right. Michael, he cannot like grasp the concept of double dribble, traveling, all these things in basketball. We played for probably what three or three seasons, and I was like, you know what? I'm killing myself here, kid. And like, I got roped into coaching that, and you know, it was not roped (laughs) in, but you know, when you you're there, it's like, okay, let's not just be a body. You want to be, you know, participant too. But um, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore because the thing that we are good at in this household is our using our brains. And that's what we're going to continue to do because that's right. what we're good at. But I'm Nothing not killing myself anymore. I was, look, I was an academic decathlon when I was in high school. So. Hey, I'm all about the debate club. Let's get in the debate team, you guys. Let's do it. Um, you know, and then the other thing, what else did we did? We did hockey. Michael did hockey. Shell did figure skating. Michael did soccer. Um, Michelle did. He, he, I tried karate with Michael. He could. He did not feel comfortable hitting other people. Oh, um, Michelle. Yeah, he was just like, no, this is not a good. So Michelle did kids Zumba for a long time, and she kind of liked that, but she wouldn't actually do it. So I was like, this is a waste of time. Um, cause she was, <laughs> I'm serious because she was like too shy to actually dance. And I'm like, well, that's the point, but okay. Whatever. Right. That's why we're here. Um, <laughs> that's why we're here. So let's do, so I had to like, for that one, I couldn't go in there. 
I couldn't go in. I had to stay outside because I would get so upset. Like, girl, if you don't move your butt, like that's the whole point right. of this kids Zumba thing, you know? And I was how much mommy is paying for this class? <laughs> yes, and so I was sick of yelling and and ruining her. You know, whatever it is, fun. she was having fun yeah. standing there, moving her arms. Okay, whatever. So I just went outside. So we did that. We did. We've done quite a bit. Um, she's Michelle's done like um gymnastics. She's done like I've done all these things. I quit though at twelve because I'm like, look, none of it worked. We're not, <laughs> we're not. Let's not kill mommy because now everything else has also accelerated. So when they were that young, homework right. wasn't that big of a deal, you know. So it was like, oh, we we'll get it, we'll get it done. I did a lot of stuff with them on the weekends to just supplement homework during the week, and. It wasn't a big deal to do these things during the week when they were that young because we didn't have such a tough schedule, you know? Right. But now that they're getting older, it's like the game is on. We're getting ready to go into high school, which means we're getting ready to go to college. We can't be messing up right now. So we need to put our priorities together, right? So that's where I'm at now with life as a whole. <laughs> it's just like now we're in this area where we have to look at what's important, which is, I think, school. But anyway, that's that's me. That's me. And that's that's how I feel. And that's what other people judge me like. Oh, her kids don't do anything but study and read books. I know it's terrible. But, you know, I think, again, I think it comes back to especially at the age that your children are at. They would let you know if they wanted to do something else, if they're enjoying themselves, you know, and they're happy, I don't see a problem with that, right? It doesn't matter what other parents Every household is different. are thinking. I guess that's the key. Every household's different. Do you. Do what makes yeah. you sane. And just remember the long game, I think, to some of the parents out there that, hey, if your kid's not the next LeBron James or whoever the person is in that field that they're in, why are you killing yourself? Let's just right. really look at it. Like we were talking about the other day, my son is not going to be the next Kenny G. If he quits tomorrow, I'd be like, you know, that's probably not a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. We've been just, at this for two years and I can't identify that song. Right. See, it's just, it's hard being a parent. It's, it's hard because I was, you know, just to flee, I, I was giving Sam credit because I was like, if I had kids and they had instruments, I was like, they'd have to practice outside. I was like, if I ever have a kid, they better never put a flutophone in that kid's hand because mm -mm, I do not like loud, high pitched sounds like that. And she's just like, girl, the neighbors would be upset with me. I was like, they'll have to be upset. Like, yeah. It's just, it's a lot of sacrifices that go into parenting and supporting them. And on I the flip side, Mm -hmm. what do we what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i think you know so like we were talking about before like how do we get through it you just do and you become a stronger person because of it because like oh that didn't kill me so i can keep going i can do it i can do it i can do it i can do it Build builds your confidence as an individual and you don't feel so like uh lost all the time but enough about mm -hmm. me and kids now how is it for you being single without oh. kids like we and Carrie I want to know I just want to live that life for a moment you want to live that life <laughs> it's so funny because it's like you always see like the grass is greener on the other side so yeah. most of my friends yeah. have kids um younger kids nobody really has a kid over about four I want to say four or five um 
or they don't have children. And so my cousin and I talk about this all the time. She's like, oh my gosh, don't have kids. Get yourself a dog. A dog will love you unconditionally. And you don't have to worry about all of these other things. But then when you're on the other side, but you're like, but I just want a baby. You know, I want to have that family and those kids. And again, that's if you're the type of person that wants kids. Some people don't want any children at all. So they don't feel Mm -hmm. um, any stress or any pressure about that. I think for me personally, which is kind of funny, one of the biggest like pushes to have kids is I've noticed that a lot of the social media that I use, they're sending me ads. It's like, you should freeze your eggs. Let's do, Girl, you know, like this I'm online dating. And I'm Siri's like, oh my gosh, I feel offended. Siri's, Siri is snitching on us because I, you, I, all, okay, so I'm always like, okay, if you don't have kids and time's running out, let's freeze eggs. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all for it. And I'm always like saying that to Siobhan, to people, whoever. I just, I'm just like, great idea, right? I think that Siri told that I was telling you that and now you're getting the ass for it. Yeah, I, I think so I'm because it comes up or even not even just that. You like don't one even time. want to do that though. Right, exactly. Like, I don't so want to. It's like, this is a whole thing that Sam is saying. Not even you. You don't even want right. it. But you know what? I think it's, you know, these devices and these things are always listening. So this is a conversation that I've had, not just with you, but with other people. So I think they keep hearing it or whatever's going on. And so I'm seeing ads for that. But I also got an ad one time from Grey Goose for how to have a party for one. And I was like, this is really bad. (laughs) They're like, hey, she's a single person. She's having parties by herself. Get her some Grey Goose. Um, but I do stop trying to make alcoholics out here. (laughs) No babies for you. But I think some of the stresses, um, that people overall have, um, when you do not have children in our society. And obviously I can really only speak to the female experience and the woman experience is that it's like one, what are you doing? Right. Um, it's so interesting that it goes from as you're growing up, don't be a teen mom. Then it's don't get, you know, pregnant too young, like college age, or if you're not married. And then it's like you hit, I'd say 28. And it's like the narrative changes. So when are you getting married? When are you having children? And I'm just looking around like, I don't know. (laughs) I can't just make some man appear and just magically have kids with me. Um, And I think that what's interesting is that People feel very entitled to ask single women those questions. Um, If you're not in somebody's life closely, I feel like you really don't have the right to ask somebody that question because you don't know what's going on. So like for me personally, I'm very open to share because I definitely want to have kids. And for me, as far as I know right now, it's not like uh, I can't have kids. It's I just don't have a partner and a person to have kids with. And I do not want to go the in vitro route. I have my own personal feelings about in vitro and freezing eggs and all of those things. So for me, that's not an option that I would want to do. But let's say I couldn't have children or let's say I had been trying to have children and I had miscarriages or something. For people to just ask like they're entitled to that information is so insensitive because, you know, some women really struggle with issues of fertility and it's such a personal and um, sensitive topic for them so that's really a hard a hard thing I think for single people to deal with Um, another thing that I think that goes hand in hand with that though is like 
I'm going to be 35 next year in February. So it's like, okay, you want to have kids, but you're starting to like approach that age where people are talking about if you want to have kids, you need to freeze eggs. And it's just like, oh, what do you do? At 35 years, your eggs are geriatric. Isn't yes. that awful? So like I like, know I'm my so doctor. young. Don't be calling me geriatric. <laughs> I know. Yes. Obviously now I'm 34. My doctor said, you know what, now would really be the best, you know, time to start thinking about freezing eggs if you want to do that. And they were like, you know, modern science, women can have children well into their forties, but I'm like, okay, just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And I think for me, what I'm starting to experience is I have been single for so long and obviously without children for so long, there's certain things that I'm just accustomed to in my life that I feel like sometimes you take for granted. And it's like, okay, at 34, 35, yeah, I think I could let those things go. But when you start talking about 40, 42, like I'm not trying to just start going to back to school nights at 48 years old. Do you know what I mean? Like, Girl, I just don't want yes. to, you know, certain I things. I plan by 41 to be showing my full ass, okay? Because that's right. when the twins will turn 18. I'm that's... Girl, if you have a baby, then I'm like, I'm sorry, Siobhan, but I'm out. <laughs> I just got through. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's I'm not that's trying to also... be playing charades with your kid. <laughs> what's yeah, wrong exactly. with you? Why you, you know what? That's what's very interesting because it's like, you know, when you do have your kids older and all of your friends' kids are young yeah. and born way before you ever have kids, your friends are starting yeah. to reach that. My kids are graduating high school. And now you're like, oh, my kids are just starting school. You're at a different or not even place yeah. in life. And also what I see um, just from the type of work that I do is that there is kind of this interesting divide amongst parents that I've noticed. Um older parents and younger parents. I find that when the parents are older and they're visibly older, so like let's say you've got a kid in the third grade and you're in your 60s, I find that the parents that are in their 30s and 40s, they don't really want to associate because I guess, and you could correct me because I'm not sure, but the idea is that, oh, if our kids have a play date, now I have to entertain the mom while these kids are on the play date and what do we have in common? You know, so I'm like, that's an interesting dynamic that I've seen in a couple of places play out. I had that before. I had I was 20 something and I it was a 40 something year old mom with a kid the same age as the twins. I, mm -hmm. I've always, though, hung around people much older than me because See, I same feel for me. like, you know, so for me, I guess I'm a little biased because to me, I feel like once you have kids game over, like fun is done like some parents are able to continue having fun but for me I'm such a helicopter mom that I I pour my all into my kids you know mm -hmm. and um and I'm not ashamed yes yes I am but I I didn't have I felt like I had too much responsibility to be out here with people my age and so mm -hmm. I always affiliated with older people and I was just fine with it. She drank more than I did. And I was like, I should probably up my game here because apparently this was what needs to happen to get through this <laughs> thing. Um, you know, but I could tell there were things about her and the way she handled her child that, you know, 
I at the time wouldn't have done. But now I get it. Like she already mm-hmm. figured out I'm not killing myself. Like she had already yeah. figured that out because when she was ready to binge watch Netflix, it was like, no, no, I don't know what she does. She in a room. <laughs> and you know what? That's so interesting too. Like about having kids when you're older, there's pros and cons, right? So one of my good girlfriends, she has a one-year-old and she was like, I could not imagine having a baby in my twenties because she's like, look at all the things that we did in our twenties, like the traveling, the going out, the having fun. She's like, I feel like I got all of that out of my system. And now she still travels and goes out. She's like, I just feel more prepared to be a mom. I'm more financially stable to be a mom. And you just have more life knowledge and experience when you are older. But Mm -hmm. I think with that, I also think that if you have kids when you're younger, I just feel like you have more energy. I don't think I'm totally and completely lethargic now, but I'm definitely not where I was when I was 21, 22, 23 and trying to have a kid, you know? Right. Oh, for sure. I think that plays into it. And you start to think like, just because you want something, right? doesn't mean you should have it. And I feel like, especially when it comes to kids, right? Because it's not like I really want a new laptop and this is an object that I can close and put away when I'm not using it anymore. When you're having a kid, you have to think, okay, if I'm having this kid and I'm 50 years old, when my kid is 20, I'm going to be 70. Like how much longer am I going to be in my kid's life? I'm going to potentially pass away at a very early age in my child's life and now they're going to be out here in this world on their own you know it's not just a choice for me would I ever be able to see grandkids that my children have and I don't know if other people Mm -hmm. think this far through you know Sam I have a very like bad habit of wanting to know how everything's going to happen and I think Mm -hmm. about these kind of things but you know having children as an older parent is not just about me it's about my potential future children um Mm -hmm. and what also i think happens when you are comes to me i'm sorry that that shakespearean quote comes to mind it's better to have loved you know than to not have loved at all so when you said an experience i thought you meant like experian like the credit please i said shakespearean Oh, I thought you said experience. I was like, really? They have a quote. It's best not to have children. I really thought you were about to give like a financial credit (laughs) quote. Your credit score (laughs) like you are not eligible for a child at this time. (laughs) That's funny. I think kids bring down credit scores because you now you like you're opening up more and more lines of credit to pay oh, for them. Unexpected. Like my parents always tell me, my, my parents had me very young, and they were like, "You were born," and I had either some type of rash or something, and they were like, "It was like our last bit of money," and they were like, "I told them all the time, you should have known I was going to be expensive. Then I came into the world already needing stuff, you know, so." It could fit, Sam. You never know. As soon as that kid comes out, it's just money. You, it's money, honey. It's money. I mean, like these um, crazy breaks, like, oh, so-and-so just broke the arm. Oh, that's 2000 That's, you know, easy, you know? So it's just like, who was planning for that, you know, in this day and age? Anywho, but what about you, though? Like, we talked about, you know, how people kind of 
be the judge of your ovaries. But what about like loneliness and, you know, like that's the thing. Do you think that is something you struggle with being? So I think what's interesting with that, as far as loneliness and having kids, I think like something that I've gone back and forth with a lot is that, am I going to wait to have a husband to have children or would I go the single mom route? And I'm like, I don't know. I really, really don't know. I see my friends that are doing it on their own and they're like, don't do that if you don't have to, because it's really hard. Right. And so it's like, well, okay. it's not hard for everyone. I don't think it'd be hard for you. You have a very strong support. I think that's the key. It's like, you know, if you have the support there, you can do a lot more. I I don't have that. So, you know what I mean? It's just the three mm-hmm. of us. So it's right. always that aspect as well. I think when someone is making a decision on their future, they have to, it's, it's very unique. Everyone's situation is unique and they have to look at it you know, uh, the totality of the circumstances of the individual, not so much what society is saying. It's hard right. being a parent, um, but you have such a strong support system. I can't see you having some of the same issues that I have. As far as like loneliness, is that what you see? I feel like when people have children out of a place of loneliness or because they don't have a relationship or a man in your life, I feel like that's when you start to see moms that, and I hope that I don't upset anybody here and open up a can of worms. Again, it's just my own personal observation, but I feel like when women um, have children, especially sons, and they don't have a relationship in their life, they put like so much pressure on their sons and they treat their son like the men in their life and they don't give the children the opportunity to actually be a child um so i wouldn't want to do that to a child um i would want to make sure that i'm having a kid for the right motives um i don't think you should have a child to fill a void that you're feeling for loneliness because you know what this is going to be a person that is their own person that has their own feelings and you can't have kids thinking oh these people are gonna love me and be there for me when I get older and if I get sick because you just don't know so it's like you have to have a child because you want to love that child and bring that child into this world and help them be the best person that they can be but you know, you can't determine who they're going to be. You just have to provide them with the tools and the skills and the love that's necessary for them to become whole, complete people and just love them for who they are. Um, so that's that for me. I don't think I want to have a child out of a sense of loneliness. I just always was like, I'm going to be a wife and mom. That's so just like, it never crossed my mind that there would be the possibility that I wouldn't be a wife and mother. So it's like now, like I thought that I would have been married and had a kid and a dog by 25. So the fact that 35 is knocking and it didn't happen, it's just like, whoa, oh my goodness. You know, like, how did this happen? And it's just like, what do you do with it? So now you just kind of like sit with it and you're like, okay, am I having kids? Am I not having kids? And I think that's really where I am right now. Like, am I going to wait for someone to come into my life or am I going to do this on my own? And then what are the repercussions of that, right? Like if you want to start dating, now you're a single mom. What does that look like versus, yeah, oh, I'm 34, but I don't have any that. kids. Don't exactly. get me started on that. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So I think- I'm telling you, that- dating wise, 
being kidless because there's so many in our age group. <laughs> there are lots of men who are like, no, no, no. We don't want kids. We want to travel. We want our money. We want to drink. We want to, you know, in our age group, that's what I'm seeing. And I don't see like you mm-hmm. used to be like around this age, you could get the divorced dads. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. exist, you know, and it's just like, wow, what the hell happened? So it is a thing like when you're, you know, to consider which one do you want to do first? Because definitely one exactly. could have an effect on the other. <laughs> Absolutely. Either way I, you play that. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I think um, as far as like the freedom goes, I think that's something that it could go either way. Like I have traveled a lot within the last three months. Like I went to California, I went to Spain, Mm -hmm. I went somewhere else. And then I'm going back to California. If I had kids, I probably would not have been able to just move about like that. Um, I come and go as I please. Um, If I need to work late, I can do that because nobody's waiting for me to come home and cook dinner. If I don't feel like getting up when my alarm goes off, I can hit snooze and sleep because I don't have to make breakfast for anybody. I don't have to get anybody dressed. There's no school bus involved or getting somebody to school. It's, it's just me. Um, and I think that is something in my head. I know that I should appreciate that, but like in living, Mm -hmm. It's hard to be like, wow, this is an awesome thing because it's just my experience. It's my life. Yeah. Um, Right. I think it's one of those things that you wouldn't miss until you Mm -hmm. can't do it anymore. Like I know (laughs) I've had some, so my cousin has three kids and I feel like I've had like some glances at some mommy moments and I've just been like, wow. Mm -hmm. So like one time I was at her house in her bathroom, going to get ready to take a shower. And when I tell you, I kid you not, I could see like there was like a space between the door and the floor and there's like a little face looking in to see if it was mommy and they were like Auntie Vaughn. I'm like, it's Auntie Vaughn, your mom's not in here. And then her son just started pushing books under the door. I'm like, I don't need these books. What are you doing? Like, let me be. But that's an everyday mom experience. Oh, okay. Like, I'm trying to get in here. I'm trying to talk to you. I what are you, you doing? I still do that. My kids still do that. Like I told you, when I come home, I hit, I don't sit. I literally only have time to like go to the restroom, change my clothes and wash my face and I am back at it, right? Even in that small time, you know, that, and it's a routine. So it's like the thing that mommy does every day. I had to start coming in and closing my door, right? So that they would Mm -hmm. not follow me into my room and watch me undress and try to talk to me through the whole thing. And I'm just like, I just need to breathe. I, ju- I just need to breathe for a second. So now they just barge in because I closed the door. It's like, ah, oh, door, more. Right. I that door. Doesn't mean anything. You know? And it's just like, but I got something to say. You know what I mean? Mind you, right. my children, they are texting me as soon as they get out of school. So if there's anything to be said, I have gotten 15 to 20 text messages already, you know? Right. And so now they're just like there in your face. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Pants under the door when they were little, like I close yeah. the door and they stick their little hands underneath the door trying to get in yes. like mommy, mommy. And then you just say, forget it. I'll open the door and you can smell my shit. 
<laughs> like what do you want <laughs> exactly and you know, it's, so it's things like that like I remember one time I slept over her house and I woke up and there was just a child in my face and I was like what are you doing why are you just watching me sleep like this children wake up very early in the morning on the weekends yes. and they want you to cook yeah. breakfast for them and they don't yes. want cereal they want eggs and they want to watch their mm -hmm. shows and you're like but I'm just trying to watch Law and Order right now it's like no yeah. Oh, no, we no, want to no, watch no. Disney Junior. Um, and then also, like, I have an older little cousin. And we went out. She came and she spent spring break with me one time. And it's just like, when you're a single person, if you're going to go out and get something to eat, you just pay for yourself. And it's not expensive. Right. But when right. you have a kid, like, oh, they don't have a job. They don't have money. So now you have to pay yeah. for yourself to eat. And you have to pay for yeah. them. So now that little quick trip where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go grab lunch and catch a movie. And like, you know what? I don't need to have any snacks. And that whole thing can maybe cost me 30 bucks. Now you're talking about 60 right. bucks because you've got a kid and you yeah. got to get the snacks. And it just adds yeah. up so quickly. And then what also happens is that you go somewhere and you're like, oh my goodness, so-and-so would so love this. Like, Sam came here. And I was like, Sam, you should get this for the kids. And she's like, ah, ah, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you're always know, speaking about <laughs> And things that you want to get them. And that's so why I, feel I said, like... when you have kids, I can't hang out with you anymore. Because <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, I've got to get this for the baby. And I'm like, oh, girl, girl, that's the last right. thing on my mind right now. And then so you those... saw like what happened when I had to think about them. I just freaked. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like it's a constant stress. And so I feel like as a single person, I don't have to do any of that. And so I think that's the good thing about having kids when you're so young, you don't have time to experience that because you've just always had kids. Right. And then your kids grow up and then you get to have that freedom again. Um, but I feel like when you wait such a long time to start having kids you do realize what you have like everyone knows that listens by now that I'm such a big Dave Ramsey like follower I wonder what that looks like with kids because I'm pretty sure the kids are not going to be like well Them mom has her money in envelopes and this is the set budget girl. for this category mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's it no like Sam always like... says a broken arm like I guess you have to make like a broken arm envelope a just in case yeah. envelope you know it's yeah. like things that you don't a have to think about twice envelope yeah my, my son had eye surgery um like these are all things that you just like okay well there goes that you know it's just like you don't know you don't know yeah so I think there's good and bad but what I will say is the hardest part about this as a woman I feel like this does not apply to men because men can have children at any time right as a woman if you are not sure or if you haven't met somebody we don't get a do-over right so if right. you don't have kids once you reach a certain point as a woman that's it it's not happening. Yeah. You can't go back. Mm -hmm. You can't do that over. Now, yes, you can always adopt a child so you could be a mother that way, which is a beautiful thing. And I really do feel like I want to adopt a child. Um, but I would also like to have biological children. But it feels like, okay, you have until a certain point to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you have kids, it's like, yes, there's going to be hard times. Yes, there's going to be good times. But it's something 
that you've done. And if you decide like this is not for me, then you can stop at one. You know, you don't have you to also have more. Can't take that back. Not true, because I only had one pregnancy, two came out. And yeah, you got lucky, Sam. <laughs> and you can't send them back, apparently. So you know, no. it's once you you're in it to win it. Once you once you have kids, you know, so it's it's the same. It's one extreme or the other. You can't have kids when you hit a certain age because as a woman, our our body just won't support it. Um, then once you do have kids, you can't change your mind. Be like, you know what? Mm, you know, right. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be this much. You know, you like, just you really know can't. What's the return policy on this kid? <laughs> Girl, there is one. I tell you, I tell you, because some days you're just like, oh, boy, I'm telling you, you know, Siobhan, you know, um, you know, so it's just like, but you, but you're in it to win it, you know, at that point. Absolutely. But it's and good I think- though. Like, I, I love mm-hmm. our relationship because I feel like I get to sort of live vicariously through you. And like, I'm always, if anyone is a bad influence in this whole relationship between us guys, it's me to Siobhan because I'm like, girl, you don't have any kids. What are you doing? Go, 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 go all the way. Go everywhere. Do all the things. What are you paying off your student loans for? It's just like, I'm constantly like, what is she doing? And I'm like wishing I could be there, you know, like, oh God, what would I do if I were you? Right, be like, girl, it's just, it is. But then I look at Sam and I'm like, oh my gosh, look, she has these two precious little babies that she loves. I'm like, Sam, do do the game night, get the pizza. And she's like, no, I'm going to make a real meal. You know, like those are things that I feel like you can't get that time back. Like, or another thing, and this is like a little bit of an aside, but I'm just going to say this. I never understand when I go out and people are so engrossed. Like, let's say you're at the mall and they're so engrossed in something that's going on in the mall that they let their most precious thing that they have in the entire world get so far away from them. So I'm true. like, my mom always says, she's like, you're like the kid superhero. As soon as I see a little kid that's like by themselves and there's no adult, I'm like, stop. I'm like, where's the parent? Where is like this person? It's like, don't people know that there are people snatching children up right now? Yeah. How do you let your baby get so far away from you that you can't immediately put eyes on them, put your hand on them like people watch your children because there's bad people out here that do not have good intentions for your babies i was that parent that had the leashes and I'm not i have no problem that. with that i have no problem with because that i think I that's two, fantastic two toddlers yep and i'm like the minute you let one go the other one's out you know so no 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 mm-hmm. no one is taking my babies i had the leashes on my babies and people would look at me in judgment it's like yeah but guess what they're safe Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, like said, the leash crazy people out here. Yes. And I feel like we shouldn't even call it a leash. It's like a space backpack. You can get the little monkey, yeah. you can get like a little fun they creature. And as mom and dad, you have peace of mind that your kid is still close to you, but then your kid is able to be developmentally appropriate and naturally explore the world around them. I think that's a win-win. But when I tell you like I, I just, I don't know. That's a tangent. I feel very strongly about this. People hold well, on to your let's kids. Let's go on a continuous tangent with you then. Because here's the next part to that. Um, the school shootings. And I, um, I, you know, the twins are not going to high school. 
they're traditionally they're going to be homeschooled because of the school shootings and Mm -hmm. they're going back to the judgment like a lot of parents judge me about that because i made that decision for the twins like oh they're they're gonna get the social blah 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 and i'm like you know what it's too crazy and no it hasn't happened here but it's when you say those things that it's like you don't want it to happen to your kid you know why Mm -hmm. why if there's other alternatives it's all about for me as a parent mitigating the risk to my child keeping them alive you know so and for me i'm like there's alternatives there's online school and we have a really good online school a prep school um a college preparatory that's online and why can't i have my kids and know they're safe at home you know and they're studying and they're this and they're that then have them in school and risking their lives because that's what we've come to i think as a country because this is not isolated to the east coast the west coast the midwest you know it's everywhere Mm -hmm. and every neighborhood and you know it's it's just like yes we go we have a very affluent area but that doesn't mean anything this needs to happen there you know what I mean? It's right. not, it's everywhere. You can't call it. So it's everywhere. So it's all to me, being a parent to me, to me, all these things, of course, are our personal opinions. So being a parent to me is about mitigating the risk to my children, whatever that risk could be. And I think this isn't the age when we grew up where we could just go outside and we didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have nothing. We just came back on the street lights, came on. This isn't right. that world anymore. So we can't say things like back in my day or you're doing too much. You know, it's not that serious, but it is in 2019 because this is not the same world that it was exactly. in 1990 something when you could right. do that and not have all that issues. Absolutely. I, you know, used to walk home from school by myself and that mm-hmm. was totally safe and you could go home by yourself there is a girl right now in my hometown 25 years old somebody snatched her from her freaking driveway her <sighs> driveway at her parents house <sighs> they have been looking for her it's a friend of my brother they have been looking for her for over a month now somebody took her <sighs> from her driveway there's a little girl out I here mean, on the east coast um five years old all the billboards like we have electronic billboards here when you're driving on the highway that like flash different advertisements and she is an amber alert she's been missing since september like hold on to your kids and i think that's one thing that i would say as a single person um that i definitely recognize not i shouldn't say as a single person but as a person that doesn't have children i I'm always so concerned about what's going to happen next and how are things going to play out. I cannot imagine what that's like to have your whole heart outside of your body and you want to make sure that they're safe and that people are being nice to them and that they're making friends and that they're happy and they're growing okay. Mm -hmm. So everything happens for a reason. Maybe I can't handle having kids because if somebody ever hurt my kid, you guys would see me on the news to be like, woman snapped. Somebody did something to her kid. I'll be that parent. Like, nope, not at all. But in turn, you know what? I So then like for me, I have to do stuff like throw my kids, throw my kids, put my kids into schools that are like long waiting lists because, you know, they're just more student centric, parent centric schools versus sign up for the traditional um, public school. And, you know, my kid's school is like a whole deal. 
but it's a safe environment. They're on top of it, but it's not a luxury that every parent has, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like some parents don't have the opportunity and lots of parents actually for this particular school don't have the luxury to meet the demands that the school puts on them. Um, in order to keep their kids into the school. So they have to deal with, like you said, putting their whole heart out here um, in mm-hmm. situations and places that they would prefer it not to be. So having kids right. is a whole deal. It's a whole deal. Absolutely. You don't have any but of think- that stress. All you have to do is worry about Siobhan feeding and keeping Siobhan alive and hell I don't even do that half the time be like okay well I had dinner today and I door dashed it to my house and we arrived at the same time after work like it's just but as far as the school I want to say because I have a public school education I've gone I didn't go to private school until I went to get my master's that was like a no I shouldn't say that I went to Catholic school when I was younger but I feel like what's going on in the schools right now I feel like we can't just put that on like the teachers and the administrators I think Mm -hmm. it's the whole system. The system is just broken. You have kids that are Mm -hmm. coming to school. They're hungry. They're tired. Mm -hmm. They're dirty. They're not ready to learn. They don't have good home environments. Now they're coming Mm -hmm. to school and the teachers don't have the resources that they need. Mm -hmm. They don't have the support that they need. And now they have Mm -hmm. to come and teach these kids that are not ready to learn. I feel like the way that our curriculum is set up in this country is not always developmentally appropriate i think we have some of our youngest learners our little kindergarten kids and our preschool kids and we're pushing them so much we're not giving them time to just be kids you know and then our teenagers god bless them this is a crazy time to be a kid you know they have all these hormones and all these emotions going on Mm -hmm. and then just Mm -hmm. the world around them like hello social media i cannot imagine trying to do high school and junior high with Mm -hmm. social media can you imagine every Mm -hmm. mess up everything you ever did is permanently recorded because people are sneaking pictures sneaking videos it's like you don't have a moment Mm -hmm. to just be a kid um and so again not having children that's not something that I have to think about personally. In my line of work, I think about it. And then I just feel like overall, as a person, I genuinely care about children and the well-being of all children. So I think on these things and how can we make life better for children. Um, But if I decided tomorrow, the hell with this, I could just walk away. You know, I I don't have any children that are tied to me. Um, Right. So that's something to think about as well. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's just kind of we've kind of did a vent section like this is what's paying a parent is like, ah, and this was paying without <laughs> kids is like, ah, you know, so you decide what you want to do. But moving on, let's talk about health. Healthy, happy, human. human. Okay, so. Yeah, so earlier this week, I text Siobhan and I said to Siobhan, "Um, I'm going to be a curvy girl hero. And she goes, what is that? And I was like, a hero for curvy girls. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Well, this is how it came about. Don't judge me. And this is my opinion. Okay. And uh, I have, I follow a couple people. It, not a couple people. Everyone follows someone. I'm following people. And um, one woman 
she was kind of curvy and she landed like this really super hot guy and I'm just like way to go champion for the curvy girls you know (laughs) way to do it you know she like this guy was like just very very attractive and he's kind of famous in the world that I was following this particular person on and then recently Mm -hmm. I go back and she's lost all the weight and I'm Uh. like and I was so sad I was sad because of course I'm happy as well but I was also kind of sad because I felt like at the time maybe I was just kind of making it up I don't know but I felt like she was happy with herself and that's what made her a hero for me it was like you know what you don't look you size zero you know this that, and the third you look like a normal person <laughs> you know what I mean like, right and you have done the thing that I think every curvy girl is trying to accomplish. Like we don't care about our looks. She looked good with her curves, you know, like she's not, she mm-hmm. had her gut out and all, you know, she's like, she was properly dressed at all times. Nice makeup, nice hair. She was pretty. She is pretty still. And, um, and then she landed this guy who was just like super hot. And, and I was like, kudos for you for looking past who you probably usually dated into something more. I just thought this whole thing was awesome and very inspirational, right? Because as a curvy girl, that's something that, you know, I look for. It's like great stories because I feel like I'm not going to not be a curvy girl. So I have a question. To myself. Yeah. When you say curvy, like, what do you mean? Because I have an idea in my head. Like, I'm heavy set, but I'm not curvy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm straight up and down. Well, I guess like, I mean heavy set. <laughs> okay, yeah, because when I'm thinking, like, when I, I think of know. curvy. I, I thought we were looking for PC words for <laughs> Oh, well, no, like, heavy set. Like, I, I think heavy set is okay to say, like. Because like when but I think of curvy, really curvy, I think of um, who's that model? She's currently pregnant. Oh, like a like a Ashley Graham figure. Yes, Ashley Graham oh, is curvy. She's bigger than the average model, but she I wouldn't say is like heavy set. Like she doesn't have any rolls and like everything is in right. the right no, spot. I'm like it's well proportioned. Back fat, don't play. Okay, yeah. To me, that's don't just heavy fat. set. Curvy is Ashley Graham oh. and people like her. Oh well. You ruined it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I just want to understand, like, a superhero, right? Because, like, to me, I don't, like, when somebody says, like, Ashley Graham is going to be our curvy. She can just be something else. Ashley Graham's curvy (laughs) is acceptable. She's just going to be hourglass shape. (laughs) An hourglass shape is totally acceptable and people like that. And it's like, okay, it looks good in clothes. But But if you're just like like, round, that's different. She wasn't even round. Like she had curves, but she had back fat, you know? And it was like, I've got back fat, you know? And I kind of felt like, this is awesome, you know, like this is a very great, awesome muscle. And he was like super fit, tone, eight pack. Okay. I don't know if I could date a guy in really, really good shape. Exactly why I felt like she was a hero. Because I'd be because... like, sir, I'm going to need you to eat a burger, have some pizza with me. I can't be over here trying to, you know, eat something every now and then. And you're like, well, I got to get these 12 <laughs> chicken totally breasts down, 259 segment. grams of protein. <laughs> 
<laughs> you ruined this segment too much. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I could not date a person. Well, would... At least I don't think that's in this perfect shape like this. I would feel like I would feel pressure. That's why I felt like she was such a hero because I'm like, you know, you've got to really be comfortable in your skin. I guess that's more or less what I'm trying to say is like she I w- I felt like she was a hero because she was comfortable in her skin and she didn't conform to what society believed was the right size to be considered skinny. She knew she or pretty. She knew she was pretty regardless of her <laughs> of her physical stature. Yeah, you know what I mean? And she was not heavy set like around Apple, but she like us, like me and you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, you know, because honestly, I look f- up to those kind of women because I feel like they're real. Like this is the real deal because this is how most women look. We all struggle mm-hmm. with having some things. Nobody is out here in the gym seven days a week. Um, at least I'm not well, some people are some people are most people aren't yeah. which is why we have that such a beast thing going on so but most people aren't and it's just like this is the but they were to she to me was a temperature of you know what I would think to be the modern woman and I was <laughs> so happy for her I was so happy for her and I was so happy with her her confidence and I was just like oh get it girl work it you know what I mean like that's how I felt every time I saw her then I saw her and she's like zero size zero and I was like oh girl bye then I decided because he told her to stop eating her snacks that's why (laughs) but he married her with Rose right and he was like I'm gonna help you get quote unquote healthy and now she's Mm -hmm. a size zero yeah i don't know but i don't know who this lady is either i just want to put that out there but that's what happened (laughs) she felt that pressure well and i thought it was awesome that he accepted her for who she was and if she wanted to eat that damn hamburger he didn't judge her for it and he just chose not to like i respect i made up a whole life for them a whole life. you did and i made up a different one and she is like damn yes. you that's not yes. how i envisioned that going down yeah i'm sorry and i just i just and so in my head i wanted to take up the mantle and just be comfortable in my own skin i guess and i was like oh i'm gonna be a curvy girl hero but i guess i'm just gonna be a hero i'm seeing that yeah and i mean i get totally. but i no, I get, I totally get what you, I mean, I never heard of that term before, but I get what you're saying. Like, you just want to be comfortable and be like, this is who I am. This is my body and you can take it or leave it. I'm not exercising or doing anything extra to appease anybody. If I exercise, if I'm eating better, it's all because it's for my health, you know, for my betterment and that's it. You're going to look yeah. through, it's like that meme, you're going to get whatever comes out from under these clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right it's like some basketball yes. coach and he's like in the on the court or in the locker room it's like you're gonna take whatever comes from well, wherever that's how i feel you know and i i work out but i felt like i'm just i want to work out to stay healthy it's not necessarily to be skinny i just want to live longer that's <laughs> why i work out you know, yeah. it's not for like, oh, I need to get down to a size zero. I don't feel like that anymore. I just want to be healthy and live longer so I can stay around with my kids longer and all these things. But um, 
I did like that story. So I don't know. I guess the moral of this health segment now that Siobhan ruined it was um, <laughs> to <laughs> defining shit. Um, <laughs> I the mean, moral listen. is to be happy in your skin and just be happy with you and try to live a healthy life. And, you know, and for the men who may be listening, you know, don't be judging the hamburgers. You know what you need to listen to, Samantha? There is a song by an artist called Lizzo, and it is called Soulmate. You listen to that. That will fit what you're trying to say right now for this segment. Send me the link. I will send it to you. I won't do it right now because I don't want it to like pew pew play up in the you know podcast <laughs> because then they're gonna be like you owe them royalties what? and we're like no ah. <laughs> so I will send that to you off site <laughs> okay leaning into growth um so going into money now today's topic is about coupons should you do it should you not do it so back mm-hmm. in the heyday when I was like you know. Uh, a good person I thought oh I'm going to clip all these coupons <laughs> I'm going to clip all these coupons and I'm going to save all the money yada 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 and I am not about that life okay let me tell you because I'm like I got to sit down to do that and when do I have time to sit down and clip coupons that would require like yeah. hours right so I was reading this article by the Dave Ramsey oh snap that's my guy <laughs> yes i thought you'd appreciate that and it was actually it was a blog post and it's called is couponing worth your time and he was just like do it and see how much you save and how many mm-hmm. hours you spent on it and see if like the sweat equity is the same as the amount of dollars saved and then he said add another layer to it and see if what you bought you're actually gonna use because sometimes people clip coupons and they don't even need it it's just like it was a free buy one get one free or it was a this or that you know oh, what I, mean? I see so you saved money but was it on stuff that you actually would use or are going to use and so that was what his suggestion was like if that makes sense if the if the math makes sense to you do it if it doesn't think about other ways to save money and he was saying like grow your own vegetables um things like Mm-mm. that no no that's taking it too far for me. I'm good at that. <laughs> I used to have a garden. <laughs> I never had like a garden. I had a flower thing and I killed it religiously. So I don't think I could do it. But some people could. Um, so you can grow like we had a grape tree, a grape vine rather. Um, when I was growing up and my mom, she told me now, she's like, girl, you don't know how many days y'all ate them grapes from that grape tree. <laughs> and then of course my mom also grew tomatoes and cabbages and um green onions so she she did that and so and we would eat those things like they weren't just for show um what's that well that's good fresh produce Mm -hmm. the green one spinach is it or is it kale it starts with s it's girl this is 1990 something kale was not a thing um it started with s People cook it a lot. Maybe a it is scroll, spinach. but that's with the E. No, maybe it is spinach, but she grew that. Spring leafy, mix. Green leafy thing. But people don't cook that. It's a green. No, she grew this in the garden. And and it was a green leafy thing. And it's she probably would, spinach, Samantha. It's pro- greens, greens, collard greens. Girl, oh my that? gosh, that's not a freaking... <laughs> 
I cannot. I cannot. I'm trying to think. I'm like escrow, but that's the E. She's talking about some daggone collard greens. You know what, Samantha? That's it. They're going to come take our black card. They're going to be like these two black women up here, and they don't even know what collard greens are. I I absolutely cannot. I can't. I, my car is questionable at best. It's going to be revoked. Some may be suspended currently. I don't know. Um, oh my goodness, that's too much. It starts with an S. Green. <laughs> but you should have called when I said green leafy. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to get us in further trouble. I actually don't eat collard greens. I don't like it. I had, I shouldn't say I don't like it. I just had collard greens for the first time two Thanksgivings ago. And the guy that made the collard greens were slamming. And I was like, yes, I like collard greens. And then I went and had somebody else's collard greens. And I was like, "Mm -mm, no, I don't. I like his collard greens. And that's it. And nobody else. I like my mom's. (laughs) I like my mom's, but she doesn't do that anymore because it takes a lot of time because she'll put mm-hmm. like stuff in it. Anyway, so she grew those things in her garden and we ate that. She would go buy some turkey and put the turkey in there. And so it was like a full meal on just greens that she grew in her garden and of a, a $5 turkey, you know, um, and that was the meal, five bucks because the other stuff was raised right. organically. So he said, awesome. think about doing those things. And what I wanted to share, because I just discovered it this week, because Sam knows I love Dave Ramsey. I'm always looking for ways to save money. So I actually used um, this deodorant that I discovered online called Native. It's like aluminum free. It's like all natural, all that special stuff. But it's kind of expensive, in my opinion, for deodorant compared to like when I was using Secret. But I was like, nope, I cannot be using anything additional that causes cancer. Like, I don't need that crap in my life. So I went on to Google and I Googled discount code or like coupon code for Native. And I came across this website and it is called Deal Spot R. Or it's probably, okay, wait a minute. That's. <laughs> I said that like I don't know how to read. It's the website is called Deal Spotter, but the way that it's spelled is D E A L S P O T R. So it's like Deal Spotter, like how I said it. But anyway, you can get discount codes for all kinds of places. So I got like a twenty percent off discount code for the deodorant that I purchased, and then I have natural hair, so I've been wanting to get um like one of those hats that has like a silk lining inside. And I was like, you know what? Let me see if they have a discount code for this. I'm like, they're not going to have a freaking discount code for this. It's a company called Grace Elea. And I was like, they're not going to have a discount code for them. They had it for that as well. And I was like, that's it. Anytime I'm going to buy something, I'm going to check this place out first. Because even if it's an additional 10% off, you're saving money. This is a legitimate website. It's not like a... A oh, thing. Okay, like, I looked. It, I looked ones. it up first. I was like, "What is this?" Because I never heard of it. Samantha, you know, I'm thinking somebody's always doing something wrong in a scam. <laughs> so before I put that code in anywhere, because yes. I'm like, yes. I'm not trying to be in any trouble, end up in anybody's yes. jail, or have any problems. Yes. It's a legit website, and they were saying how like um it's growing so fast, and like people are really interested, and it's becoming a contender with some of the bigger coupon sites. Um, 
what I've seen so far though, the only thing that I'm like, oh, this sucks. The codes I think change every 24 hours. So like mm -hmm. I had gotten a 20% off code, but then the next day they had 50% off and I was like, damn it. But you don't know what the next code is going to be. It could have been 5% off. So get to get what you get. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Those are all good things. Good things. So think about it. Should you do the coupons clipping? Because that's still 70% of what's at the registers paper coupons. Or mm -hmm. should you go about the way Siobhan was saying, going to Deal Spotter or going through other online coupon, um, sh online shopping um, websites? That's up to you. My suggestion mm -hmm. runs along with what the Dave Ramsey said, which is do the math and see if the sweat equity outweighs the benefit. And if it does, do it. Moving on. So this will be wrapping up our show today. Mm -hmm. We laughed a lot. I feel like we had a good we show. We did, which is good. But wait, before we go, what is your affirmation for the week? Do you have one? Um, my affirmation is to just breathe, which is something that you've said before, but mm -hmm. I thought about it a lot this weekend because one of the things in my journal or planner or whatever it is, this whatever sticker <laughs> book, it's becoming, I wrote, <clears throat> right. Whatever is evolved into, I wrote, Sam, you're not a robot. And oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it as I was up till midnight, one o'clock, something like that ridiculous last night, only to get back up this morning and keep writing. Um, I said, Sam, you have to slow down. You have to mm -hmm. stop and you have to breathe. And that was my thing. Like I can take all the vitamins in the world, work out as long as I want, but I am not giving my body enough time to recharge. So I have to do something about that. So I have to breathe. I have to make some changes. And that's what my week is going to be. It's like, what changes? Cause I'm really big on this. Now that I turned 36 a couple days ago, um, or Woo -woo! last week, <laughs> now that I turned 36, I, I joked with Siobhan that I swear when I woke up, my metabolism literally turned down, um, but, <laughs> but I'm getting older and I really am getting more focused on my health, not my size, but my health. And so taking the vitamins, doing these things, right? One of the things that I need to finish off, cause I've started some really good habits, I think is sleep. I have to give my time, myself time to sleep I have to breathe and I have to relax because I cannot be on 10 all day every day at this age it's not gonna go well and that's my affirmation that's really good and I'm so proud of you that you you know saw that and you took some time to reflect on that and um I'm just really happy about that that's really good hmm. Ooh, I I don't even know if I have an affirmation for this week. Like when I tell you right now, Survive. guys, like life is just doing a number on me. And I want to be like, if I'm being 100% honest and transparent, my uh, affirmation for the week is literally what the fuck. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, what? I just don't I know it. what to do with myself. Um, I love it. 
I don't. I feel like everything is crumbling, like, around me. So I'm just, like, I don't know. So, like, honestly, like, this week, I'm just trying to show up. I don't know what positive things I'm going to say to myself. It might change every day, but I'm literally just trying to show up. And if I show up this week, then that's going to be good. That's all that I can handle right now. And that's just being so honest because I just don't know. Then that's your affirmation showing up, (laughs) showing up. And what the fuck when I get there, you know, that's okay. Like, listen, yo, this life is wild. It is. <laughs> you guys know everybody's going through their own personal thing. Yeah, and just, absolutely. Wow. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And we will see you right back here next week, Wednesday, for our third. This is going to be this is our 12th episode. Yes, that is fantastic. That's a milestone. We've done this 12 times, it's- guys. Is that like three months? Oh my gosh, that's three months. Three months with you. I know. So in another three months, we're going to probably take a a small break and go into our next season. So that's going to be fun. Things to look forward to. Still got much, much, much more to do with you and grow with you. So we're really excited about the changes that are coming. I promise one day you will actually see these changes. We just want to make sure they're right and point so we don't have to change again absolutely so goodbye bye guys Hey guys, just a reminder that Sam and I are sharing these things with you because we believe in them, we actually use them, and we're letting you know what we think works for us. We are not paid or sponsored to use or recommend any of the items that we talk about during the podcast. And we will always link to everything that we talk about in the show notes on our Facebook page where you can find us at the Noir Professionals at Facebook and at Instagram, or you can email us at thenoitprofessionals at gmail.com.